What's going on, travelers? Welcome back to the 40th episode of The Resonance, a weekly Genshin Impact podcast. I'm your host, Dalton. With me is Ran. What's going on, man? Glad to be back. Yes, so glad to have you. I love having you on. It's great. Oh, I love being here. You are like our resident, not, I want to say like, not like meme builder, but you use a lot of characters that like not a whole lot of people use. And I think it's, I think it's great because you were bringing out the best out of Kooky, I think. Oh, I mean, the, the way you originally worded that felt like a backhanded compliment, but I'll take it, man. <laughs> no, that's not how I meant it. <laughs> <clears throat> but no, yeah, I, I love my physical DPS carry Kooky that you know doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but she gets the job done. Hey, I saw that screenshot. You had people in co-op being like whoa that cookie is wild it's it's definitely not what they expect it, it, it makes me happy when i get feedback like that so it's, it's See, just i want to do something like that too that's awesome yeah, gotta be goofy with it sometimes all right well we actually have quite a bit of news to go over we got some new drip marketing for one new character one character that we already knew was eventually going to be here um we also have tcg changes some version 3.4 event overview and then in the second half, we're going to give our quick first impressions, no spoiler-related stuff as far as like the story goes or a Hytham or Jet's story. Um, did you touch any of Jet's story at all yet? Uh, I have started the initial quest where I found out where she's at. Okay. But yeah, so I actually started that, and then I started the other thing with Al Hytham, and I haven't really progressed. I've just been exploring the new area. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so again, spoiler-free stuff, so you, you don't really need to watch out for anything. You can enjoy this episode and not worry about trying to rush through your story or uh, missing out on anything in the show. Uh, first, though, we do have a review reading. I am going to going to read it. <laughs> it is uh, it's a doozy, this one. Oh, do, do, do we get a character voice for this one? You do. Oh, fantastic. I'm going to do my best. This person's asking a lot for me. Oh? Uh... I actually have to listen to this character's voice lines because I have no idea what they what they say or like how they sound. Who are we who are we, who are we having to work with? It's Kokomi. Oh. And you guys you guys only do this to me. You give you give Pharaoh easy ones. You give Pharaoh Shao, you give him Edo. You give me Kuki, or uh, you give me Kokomi, you give me Diona. Diona. <laughs> yeah, you give me, who's the other one? Uh, there was another one. Was it Klee? Yeah, it was you, Klee, you, you did a Klee at the beginning, yeah. Ugh, guys are killing me. <laughs> this isn't going to be good. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm already excited. All right, here we go. <laughs> I can't do this. <clears throat> This review is a five-star review on Apple Podcast. The title is Good Podcast. This is from Great Britain, by the way. Oh. Great Britain, I, I will try to do this as best as I can, mostly because I'm a man of my word, number one. And number two, we consistently hit your top charts <laughs> pretty much every month. So I thank you very much for that, by the way. I'm, I'm just glad you're not making me do it, so. <laughs> Good. <laughs> okay. I love listening. It, every every hold on before I start before I continue. <coughs> Shut up, Rand. I feel like every girl voice that I do, like female characters' voice lines, I do is all the same. It's like I can't do a different one. <coughs> I'm good. <laughs> hold it together. Yeah. 
I love listening to this podcast every day. And can you make an episode on creating Genshin ships? Keep up the good work. Read this in Kokomi's voice, please. That was terrible. <laughs> that was great. I loved it. <laughs> we did a Genshin ships episode. Mm. It was two episodes ago, so I think that was episode 38, if you guys want to check that out. <laughs> well, we're going to do another one, though, too, because that one was a little... It had good things, it had some bad. Hope that was a good enough Kokomi's voice for you. I feel like it wasn't. I'm already sweating just thinking about you guys listening to that. Oh. You know, I, I thought that was pretty spot on, man. That, that that was very well done. You got the cadence and everything right. So, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I did. <laughs> very much so. <laughs> if you guys want to, you can head over to Apple Podcasts. You can leave a review there. Let us know. We'll read it in a character's voice of your choosing. That is our gift to you for you taking the time to leave us a review. Um, other than that, if you guys want to, you can also join our Discord. That is discord.me forward slash the resonance. We do a lot of good stuff in there. Uh, we are doing an anime watch along. We're going to watch your name in the discord together. And that'll be this coming Friday when this episode goes live. And that'll be at like eight fifteen or so. We're going to probably give everybody like a good 10 minutes to hop in, get comfortable. So you can grab popcorn. We're going to watch that anime. It's my favorite anime movie of all time. So yeah, I don't have you ever seen that one, Ran? I have not watched it all the way. I've watched like the first like 30 minutes of it. I haven't had, I have not had a chance to watch it through. But yeah, it looks very, very good. It's very beautiful. <clears throat> uh, so if you guys are interested, we're doing great stuff like that. Uh, I think in like two months, maybe we're probably going to do another TCG tournament. I think we said we're going to do one like every quarter or something like that. So that'd be cool. Uh, so that'll be fun. You seem to have a lot of people that turn up for that first one. Oh, yeah, we did. We had a bunch. Yeah, it should go a lot smoother now that we know what the prerequisites and stuff, and people should have had a chance to play through what they need to actually uh, get into it. Because I know that I didn't. I wasn't uh, what, I wasn't a player level enough. I think it'd be a player level four. Yeah, to do co-op, player PvP or whatever. All right, let's get into the news. This was probably going to be, the first one's probably going to be your favorite. We have drip marketing for two new characters that are coming to the game most Notably coming in version 3.5 as Drip Marketing always shows off the two new characters that are coming in the next version. Uh, number one is Dea, the Flame Main, uh, the and Pyro Claymore user. Hell yeah. You're excited about this. I, I have been excited for this character since she showed up in, in Sumeru, so yes. Have you been saving since Sumeru? Uh, I have not. Um, oh, that's right. You pulled on Ito. I pulled on Nilo and I pulled Nahida. Mm, that's right. So, that's and right. I didn't even want and really I didn't really want Nahida. I was like, oh, I got some gems. We'll throw it and then she and then she came back. I'm like, okay, cool. Sweet. Well, I'm I'm excited to to pull for her because I do believe I will, unless I'm having the same problem deciding on whether I pull for her like I'm having the same problem that I pull for Hu Tao. I mm-hmm. don't know if their roles are the same. I know there's tons of leaks out there right now. I don't wanna I don't wanna look at the leaks necessarily. Like, if I see them, it's okay, but I don't know. You're fishing for them. Yeah, I'm like, I know that, um, I know we have Yelan and Hutal right around the corner once I'll hide them and Xiao's banners are over. And then we have Dea. So now I have, like, three characters back-to-back, basically, that I don't have. And I just, I I already kind of figured I was going to hold off on Hutal and pull for Yelan. And if maybe if I don't get Yelan, then I get Dea. Maybe that's like, oh, um, maybe I'm okay with that? I don't know. I mean, but those are both hurt. great characters. Those are definitely different roles depending on, on what you need to fill out your team. Because Dea, from what I can see, what I would imagine, I would imagine she's going to be a pyro carry. I would imagine. 
Well, that's what I meant between her and Hu Tao. It's probably yeah. like I wasn't pulling on Hu Tao because I don't really need another carry. Mm-hmm. But I don't really have another pyro carry other than I guess I have Yoi, but you have Deluke. I have Deluke, but he's not built. Mm. You don't have Klee. Don't have Klee. Okay, she's a little clunky, but yeah. So I don't know, but you're you are pulling for Dea. You're gonna go for her weapon as well. Yeah, the problem is like because Al Haytham just came out, and I was I was iffy on Al Haytham, and then I played his uh, his trial run, and I was like, oh well, this this is this is this is really fun. This is really great, and his his flash and everything he had going. On, I was like, I want to pull on him, but I'm like, I'm seventy one into my fifty fifty, and if I get him and it resets me all the way back, I'll probably cry. Um, so oh, if you get him, yeah, so. I, I hate having to pass on Al Haytham because I do want him, but I'm I'm just got to probably because I've been looking forward to Dea since she showed up because I just think she's just just a badass character. Yeah, I think if you save your primos from here until even the end of Dea's banner, mm-hmm. you would probably have enough to basically guarantee her, if not very close to the point where you could probably drop like maybe twenty bucks and like. And seal the deal. Yeah, that's what I'm really banking on. But like you said, we got we got Hotel and Yeland coming out, and I've got Yeland, and I would really love to have her C two because it really helps her energy recharge issues. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, oh, Day is coming right after Yeland. I'm like, well, great. Now I can't go for C two Yeland, so that's going to set me back as well. So it's yeah, yeah. I, I feel you. It's, it's a rough string of just a lot of really great characters back to back. Yeah. So. So I don't want to talk too much about Dea because we kind of already know a lot about Dea. We've seen her in the story. We know all about her personality, and she's a great character. But we also got drip marketing for Mika. Mika's Mika is bad. <clears throat> yeah. Mika <laughs> is the frontline land surveyor of the Knights of Favonius. He is a cryo uh, cryo vision user. I almost said catalyst because of the book that he holds out, which someone made me aware. I think it was Neku in our Discord, that the book that he's holding in his drip marketing isn't actually his weapon. It's, that book is actually part of his character model. Yeah, yeah, and I haven't seen a whole lot of people freaking out as far as like, leaks and spoilers about him being. Because I've really been waiting with bated breath for a cryo catalyst. Mm-hmm. And I was really, when I saw the book, I'm really hoping that he that he is going to be. But I don't, because the book has been shown as part of his outfit, I'm scared it's going to be another one of those um like with like uh, Layla or uh, like with Layla and then like with um with Dory oh yeah of course yeah, yeah. and I was like oh yeah this is gonna be totally a catalyst user and I'm like oh great sword I'm like oh I mean all right I guess <laughs> I I think he's going to be a polearm user you think you really think so yeah uh, I do something screams to me polearm user like, so if you think about it, he can't be a catalyst, right? Because yeah. they cannot give this kid two books. Mm-mm. It wouldn't make any sense. So they can't give him two books. I don't think they'd give him a bow. Because now that would be Diona, Ganyu. And we just got a ton of bow characters. And if he's cryo, we just got Layla as a cryo sword. So that Correct. would be two crows for back to back. So yeah, no, and I, I don't see him being a claymore. So no, you're probably right then. So I mean, as much as I want him to be a cryo catalyst, I don't think it's gonna happen. 
And if they do, then that's cool. But I just think like him having a book on his back and then having a book out in front of him is just a little weird. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think we're gonna see a, a solid cryo catalyst probably until Shesnaya. Uh, yeah, that's probably true. And, yeah, you got a good point. And just because you know Shesnaya with with the whole the whole cryo theme, but then assess me, man, because it just feel like that that really needs to happen sooner rather than later. Because we still got to go through, you know. Oh, is it like oh, like we're leading up to Fontaine, yeah, and so we still got to go through all that. So it's gonna be a hot minute, but yeah, I was hoping that we'd have a Hydro Claymore user as well. Do we not still have nothing? In, really? Nope. Oh, yeah, no Hydro Claymore Pyro. We have everything. We don't have Electro. We have everything. We don't have a Dendro. I'm trying to think. We, have a Dendro. we don't have a Dendro Claymore. Yeah, so we don't, you know, but Dendro is also a newer element, so I'll give it a pass. Yeah, that's true. I was really hoping that Miko was going to be Bennett's luckier brother. <laughs> he looks like he would be, doesn't it? The whole yeah. opposite color scheme and everything. But yeah, I said, I really like a lot of Miko's design too, but like I said earlier, he made me mad because I liked him, mm-hmm. but he's, it's, I don't know what it is, but like almost every single boy character, not like the tall guys, but the boys are in shorts. And He's I, not I, though, is he? Yes, yes, he's in shorts just like all the other ones. No, he's he's got pants. No, if not his, he's got boots and then he's got like uh, calf high socks and then he's got shorts. And I don't. Wait, know. Is he showing skin? Yeah, yeah. Got got them big old knobby knees out there, man. I don't see any. Like I don't see how his knees could be showing it. Oh, the oh, I'm yeah, looking at it. It, it cuffs at uh. the bottom of his shorts, and I don't know, but. Yeah, Hoyoverse just seems completely adverse into giving the young boy characters pants. Even Albedo's in shorts. Yeah, yeah, but they look like pants, so I can I can work with it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I don't know what Hoyoverse is doing with the with the boy shorts, but I don't I, know. <laughs> there are two rules: is like one, the boy characters will be in shorts, and then the tall lady characters will either be in bodysuits or dresses, one of the two, and they they just they they flip between that. So so what you're saying is we should put the boys in bodysuits and dresses, and then put the the girls in shorts. Hey, you, you know what, man? I ain't gonna knock. I say go for it. <laughs> there, there, there's a lot of fans gonna be all up behind that too. So I'll say bring it on. I'm hoping they continue to streak of giving us a free one of the free new four star characters. I think I may pass on Dea if there's a more interesting character after her, like announced for her next, like the banner after that. So mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> It would have to be Kazuha. Like, that's the only one I would really go for, honestly. How much you had a Kazuha? I do not. Oh. I missed him twice so far. We'll see. All right. We have version 3.4 Genius Invocation TCG card details. Uh, we have Klee and we have Beto. Have you had a chance to grab these yet? I have not. Uh, I've been so immersed with all the new content. And then I got Ito. I was focused on building him up. And now the new stuff's out, and I, I haven't had much time to touch with the card game like at all, and I'm really falling behind. Mm. But I have seen uh, the new cards that have come out um, with their new talents with, uh, with Klee and Beto. Yep. And I've seen the, the live animation, and they, they, look, they look great. Yeah, they're, they're great, and they're dangerous. <laughs> like, not even... That's not even a Klee pun. 
with explosions, but they both those cards are tough to deal with if you're not ready for them. See, the thing I've read about Klee, so like all like the, the new character cards you get always come with their own talent card. Mm-hmm. And hers, the uh, the pounding surprise, yep. um, looks like it's going to be super useful. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, they're both really good cards. Beto, to me, when I was reading on her, seemed like a very more tactical card kind of used with her. If you read her skill. Yep. Yeah, so with with the tide cards, like, you know, it, it, it plays into how she plays in the game where you hold up the shield and you got to charge it. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a really neat, I think, style of gameplay with it. And I'm wondering how different kind of team and strategy comps will work with it. I think it's got a lot of potential. Yeah, it gives you the two shield when you use it. Mm-hmm. Like the next time you use it, you automatically get like you're granted two shields, and then you pair that with Ningguang, and it's like you're you're like good for the for the match. Sure, kind of wild. Yeah, and then when after it's charged, after it's been prepped, then it, it unleashes the uh, the wave strider. Yep, which is just a free immediate two electro damage. Yeah, so yeah. It's, so it's like okay, so we're gonna we're gonna shield up, and then we're gonna smack you. So yeah, all right. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. All right, we also have. Oh, I see what I did here. Um, there are some changes to the TCG that I wanted to talk about as well because I think a lot of them are just like them basically balancing things out since the last update. So they did adjust the number of charges and elemental dice required, as well as the damage dealt by the burst for Yoimiya. So the number of charges required has increased from two to three. The number of dice required has increased from three to four, which is a pretty huge nerf to her. Yeah. Um, But she deals one extra pyro damage now. It was three, but now it's dealing four. Takes an extra turn. Takes an extra die, but it does one extra damage. Um, They adjusted the damage dealt by the elemental skills Blustering Blade and Frosty Assault of the character card Magu Kenki. Uh, These two elemental skills will no longer deal damage and will only summon the two summons uh, respectfully on your side. So they no longer deal damage, which is huge for him because that was like... the I think that was like one of the main... Like the main things with him using his card was... You would use the skill, you would deal like one damage or something like that, and then on the end phase you would deal it again. Mm-hmm. Which I thought wasn't even that broken because most characters, when they use a skill, they deal two damage, and then or even one damage, and then you get the summon for two turns like Fischl. So I don't understand why they did it to him and not Fischl. I'm not sure. There's got to be something in Team Comps in the way people have been strategizing with him. Uh, I haven't done a lot with Magu Kenki. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't really speak to experience, but with you have, um, so I'm not sure if there's just been a lot of, like untapped potential in that maybe. Yeah. So I use Mona. Um, I always lead with Mona and then I'll use her skill, which does one hydro damage. And then you send out like the old hag. Yeah. So on end phase that it'll deal one. And then she also gives you a free, a fast switch off of Mona. As long as it's you're switching from Mona to another character. It's a free switch. Wait, so, so on so, turn, so, so with Mona, she does she does a hydro damage, sends out a hag, and gets a free switch. Well, you'll get the free switch on the next turn. Well, it's not a free switch. You're still spending the die, but it's a fast switch, so you're not ending your turn. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Got you. So you can almost get like an elemental reaction off on your first round right away. Oh Jesus. Um, and then I'll use Fischl and then send out Oz, mm-hmm. who has two charges. What I usually do is on turn two, hopefully by then I can 
get like a Catherine to do a fast switch permanently then after that. Yeah. And if I get the right amount of dice, I'll have one more charge of Oz at the end phase. But then on the second turn, I'm using both skills of Magu Kenki. So I can use Oz, swirl the Electro, and then from the first skill, the Blustering Blade, and then the second one, which is, um, oh man, I forget, Galloping Frost. Mm-hmm. And that one... So you're basically, you can have up to three summons, sometimes four, depending on how you align all three of those characters. But like turn three almost. Yeah. You dude. can absolutely have three on turn on round two, that's, for sure. Dude, that's a lot. Yeah. Well, that's no. Okay, well, that explains why they're probably trying to nerf him back a little bit, trying to dissuade people from swarming the field. Yeah, I can see that. But it hurts. It hurts now. Like, not dealing any damage, it's pretty wild. They also adjusted the effect of the event card Minty Meat Rolls. Uh, this effect can now trigger up to three times. I believe it was two before. They adjusted the number of uses for team combat status catalyzing field. The number has decreased from three to two. They adjusted the elemental dice required for Floral Sidewinder talent card. Uh, I believe that is uh, Kali's talent card, right? What? Floral yes. Sidewinder. Yeah, cool. yeah I'm that's pretty cool. sure that's her. Um, the number has uh, increased from three to four Dendro dice. We all kind of figured that she was getting nerfed. She's a broken character in the TCG. Um, it optimized some appearance of character card faces in the game. Optimized the effect or the special effects of shielding effects for cards on mobile. And optimized the animation effect when a new character card is played in the TCG. Yeah, so a couple aesthetic upgrades and changes. All I care about is that they didn't touch Ganyu. <laughs> Why is that? Because her like skill, while it costs five dice, is kind of wild. It does three cryo damage and then two piercing to each character on the field. Is she one your uh, one that you're building up for your main teams? Uh, yeah, yep. And then you pair that with Sing Cho, and even though it's uh, technically a skill, mm-hmm. it's still cons- the piercing damage is still. Re- considered a normal attack yeah so the follow-up will she'll do cryo damage and then the follow-up attack will immediately do hydro damage and then you're frozen so you can't really do anything i think i watched you do some nonsense like that when you were streaming one time yeah <laughs> and i'm just like okay well this is stupid so yeah, yeah. i think you're doing the inazuma <laughs> challenges and i'm like all right you know i'm sitting like you know player level three i was like oh, i got a ninglong and i don't even know how to use her <laughs> I don't like the freeze as much because I feel like it's kind of cheap. It's like, oh, you're frozen. Haha, <laughs> you can't move. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I try not to do it all that much. It's much more fun to like swirl people and force them to switch and then it like messes them up completely. I think that's way more fun. Well, that's probably the same logic why we haven't got a cryo catalyst in the game yet. That is also true. Yeah. Just go in there and yep. cheese, cheese everything by freezing it. Yep. Uh, off this article, there's a bunch of stuff that we kind of already talked about that's coming, which is all the phase one portions of the 3.4 stuff. So we'll skip that for now. Uh, we've got the new weapon overview, which would be the light of foliar incision, which is Alhytham's best in slot sword that you can pull on for his banner. Um, at level 90, this thing does, has a crit main stat crit damage of 88.2% wild dude crazy yeah and on the the white moon bristle on there the crit rate is increased by four percent as well just just to add on top of that 
Yeah, and the second effect of that, uh, normal attacks and elemental skills have their damage increased by 120% of elemental mastery. Pretty pretty crazy. His his weapon is wild, to say the least. Yeah, and it looks amazing, dude. Yeah. It, yep. looks, it, it looks like a, like a Tolkien, like, like elvish blade almost. It does. You're right. And I, and I love it. Looks great. If you guys are pulling for it, I wish you the best of luck. I myself am pulling for it because once you pull all Hytham and then you see him using his other like free to play best in slot is like the black sword. It's just a stark difference. That is, it's just, I, I can't get past it. <laughs> I've never had the aesthetic of a weapon make me want to pull on it so bad. All right. We have some event notices for version 3.4. Just as a heads up, because I normally I wouldn't talk about this, especially because like some of these, normally the rewards would be gone by the time the episode goes out. But this event runs for two full weeks. So you have like 11 days or 12 days once this episode goes live on Monday. Uh, but there is the daily login event. You do have to log in to get these rewards. But it spans for two weeks. So it's not like, oh, our episode comes out and you only have like four days left. It's not like that. So it ends on the 3rd of February. So you have a good two weeks. Yeah, you have about 12 or 13 days. I think are I said you, 11. Are you talking about the May Fortune Find You? Yep. Okay, yeah. So as of right now, I got the game up. You have 14 days as of this recording. Okay, so you'll have about 11 days by Monday. Yeah. Or 10 days or something like that. Yeah, 11 days off after Monday. Yep, but you got to log in to claim it. But once you claim it, you have it. You got one intertwined fate, 80,000 mora. Two intertwined fate. Day four gives you 18 mystic enhancement ore. On the fifth day, intertwined fate times two. Eight heroes wit. And then the last day, you get five more intertwined fate. And you do have to be adventure adventure rank five or above to have that. It's very early. You You don't even have to get through the prologue to get to that. Yeah, so very generous. I will definitely take the the free 10 intertwined fates. Mm -hmm. Yep. We have the Iridescent Splendor. These are the Lantern Rite gifts. Uh, This will start on February 5th and will run until the end of version 3.4. For this one, you have to be Adventure Rank 2 or above. I think you basically have to log into the game and you you basically get these rewards. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. So for five days, you are getting uh, an intertwined fate, a fragile resin, Bountiful year times five. I'm not really sure like what some of these are. Uh, Universal peace. I'm assuming that's food as well. And some Mora. You're going to get some heroes wit. I think the biggest thing is the fragile resin here. You're getting a like three, three fragile resin. Oh, two, but still two resins and three fates. Yeah. An extra three fates. That's right. They did say that during the special program. So an extra three fates just for logging in is a win for me. Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, because you said you were you were hurting on resin and pretty much well, actually everything uh, right now. Yeah, I think my resin, my resin like reservoir being completely empty is pushing me to spend the extra ten bucks on the battle pass to get the extra five fragile resin. Like that's where I'm at. I mean, the battle pass is great to get anyway. So, I mean, I think yeah, you know, at least the base, the base level. It is. It, yeah. No, for sure, the the battle pass is worth it for sure, and especially because it's very easy to max out. Mm-hmm. Which I like. I get really confused. I feel like a lot of people struggle to max out the battle pass, and I don't know if it's just because they don't have the same obligatory feeling that I do to have to log in every day and play. The thing is, that like right now, like I was looking up the list, and just with this BP period, there's a lot going on with these new events as well. So anytime there's an event going on, 
it's extremely easy because there's always the BP period ones where it's like 15,000 or 1,500 points, which is like, you know, what, a level and a half by itself. And you'll have like two or three or even more. It's like right now there's, what, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, there's five total ones that have, that give you 1,500 points. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. So, yeah, if there was ever a time to do a BP, man, like now's it. Yeah, especially because they'll they'll have probably another one where they have the Onikabuto battles and stuff like that too. Oh, I, I'm, I'm yeah, <laughs> I'm looking forward yeah. to that. <laughs> we have the overflowing mastery, which is the double drops for talent level up materials. This is something I need to get in on too. Um, this will be from the 20th of February. It'll run for a whole week. It'll end on the 27th, so you can go in. You can use original resin to double your rewards. Normally, you could double your rewards with a condensed. Now, you can do it with original resin. You can do this up to three times a day. This is huge, especially if you're, if you're trying to build characters that need talents and talent level up materials, the books. You need have these. Have they done this before? Yes, they have. Okay. I had, Not I nearly as much as the ley overflow, line. the yeah. ley line overflow, but yeah. Yeah, they've done this before. Okay, no, because yeah, this is great because the ley line overflows are good for leveling up. And when you want to get them skills up, I man, grinding these books and talent stuff is just, it's, oh my God, it's tedious. Yeah. Um. So no, this this double thing, like three a day, no, that's 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 great. Yeah, it's it's really good. This is the one that I think I like the most. I'm just waiting for double artifact drops for original resin. I don't know if they'd ever do it. I was about to say, has, has that ever been a thing? No, oh. I don't think so. Oh, you hold your breath and you let me know. Okay. <laughs> Genius Invocation TCG Heated Battle Mode. This will be running from the 28th of January until the 6th of February. Uh, all you're going to really be getting from this is more coins. So if you want extra coins to buy the cards and stuff like that and buy the card backs or the uh, card animated skins, you'll want those. Adventure rank 32 or above, you will need to complete the Archon Quest Song of the Dragon and Freedom. And complete the intro world quest for the TCG itself. Um, when the event starts, you can go to the invitation board of the Cat's Tail to participate in duels under the special rules of heated battle mode. There, In this battle mode, there is no more rolling elemental dice during the roll phase. You'll just immediately obtain eight Omni dice directly. You can invite teammates or participate in duels via matchmaking after reaching player level four. So how do you feel about these heated battle with these different events that they're doing with the TCG and then the event rewards basically being just TCG currency? The TCG currency I don't think is necessary. I wish it was just primos and other rewards because I don't feel like while I feel like this event is great for people who want like who already like the TCG and like to play it and they want to try like a like a nice spin on something they already like. I think it's great, but it's not going to get anybody coming in to play the TCG that has literal no interest in it. Yeah. And that's my thing. It's like one, I appreciate them not locking rewards behind PVP. Um, but I do feel like that. And I feel like if they lock primos, like, Hey, you have to do four battles against other players um, to get these primos. It, it would put some people off. But at the same time, I feel like that just having just a TCG currency feels not a very big incentive if you're not really, like you said, if you're not already into the card games, it's not going to bring you in. You're not going to start playing TCG just so you can get currency to buy more TCG stuff. Yeah. I think the thing... Oh, but... No, I was going to say, if they, I think if they put things like um, Enhancement Ores or Mora or 
like heroes with stuff like that, it'd be fine. But I think I would draw the line at putting primos behind it. So here's the thing. I mean, I agree with you to an extent, but they do this all the time with other events, right? And then they've done it with co-op events already. Not necessarily PvP events, but they've done it with co-op. Mm-hmm. And I think if they if they did put primo gems in as rewards for PvP matches in the TCG, I feel like it'd be okay. As long as you did it like 10 battles and then you get 20 Prima Gems. Not 20 wins, or not 10 wins. Okay, yeah, that's what I was going to say. If they brought it into where you just play a match and you'll get the credit for it. Yeah. But if you had to go on, oh, you have to win five games. Like, no, oh, absolutely no. not. No, 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 no don't do that. Yeah, because But I feel like they do that enough already with the events that they have. Like, you, you barely need to, the Prima Gems are always the reward for the, for the, the lowest score mm-hmm. to get. In like any of their events, like their combat events, even like the one with the ball, like the uh, pong, quote oh, yeah. unquote, mm-hmm. event. If you get the lowest score, that's your prima gems. Everything else is supplemental. Yeah, and I think that's a great. I'm glad that they actually do it that way because it's one. If if you're not into the event, it makes it easy. Two, it's very accessible for new players and mm-hmm. and casual gamers. And like you said, everything else after that being, you know, heroes wits or enhancement or stuff like that like you said it's supplemental and it's very helpful but you're not if you miss it you're not like oh my god i really missed out yeah exactly and i think they could easily apply that to the to the pvp portion of the tcg even if they just put it in for like achievements like just play five pvp matches in the tcg you get five prima gems and then another level you do like 20 pvp matches like yeah you're gonna get people who probably just do the game skip every turn and lose purposely but that's on them like <laughs> yeah it's not like they're 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 really gaining anything out of it yeah because even like just the regular the regular achievements for it are all just standard like oh play these cards and play this number of matches like none of it's pvp oriented like at all yeah you're absolutely right so, okay yeah we also have the which everybody knows us now but we couldn't talk about it last time because they didn't actually send this uh, event notice out but we do have the other two four stars that are alongside Shao and Alhytham uh, that would be Yunjin and Shinyan I believe we don't we didn't talk about that before but uh, they are being reran we did, I know we just had a Yan at the Golden uh, Archipelago event but that was a couple of patches ago I don't recall the last time we had Yunjin on there yeah I think Yunjin might have been with Yoimiya Maybe. I couldn't even couldn't even recall, buddy. I could be completely wrong. Yeah, so it's, yeah, I'm not sure. So aside from Yaya, are there any uh incentivizing or synthesizing, I guess, uh For me, no. Yeah. If I wanted to maybe C one or C two Alhytham, I would keep going just for more Yao Yao cons, but I I really don't know. Like I don't know how good she is. I I know there's people who have put out that have put out uh, videos talking about Yao Yao and how good she is or how not good she is. I just haven't watched them. I haven't seen anything, so I'm not really sure what's going on with that. And I'm kind of hesitant to continue to pull on a Hytham's banner just because there's so many other characters that I want. So, Well, the thing is, like, if Yao Yao was strictly on this banner by herself, I would definitely want to try and pull to get at least a copy of her. The thing is that with Lantern Rite and how they announced we're going to get free four-star and she's included on that, it's like, well, yeah, I'm just going to do that. Yeah, that's I'm in the same boat as you. Yeah. I'm I'm at this point I'm waiting for my free Yao Yao Khan and 
Yeah, have, she'll come back. Yeah, well, she'll be added to the general pool because she's a four star. Yep, um, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and have you had a chance to run her in the uh, in the trial run yet? I did, and from what I saw, she did work. Yeah, she's she's fun, and I th- I think she's really cute with her little stuffed rabbit thing. Yep. Um, and like I said, when you when you run her burst and you just run around, and there's just there's just crap going everywhere. Yep. It's like okay, well, th- th- this is just fun. I- I'm I'm behind yeah. this. I like it. I just haven't had a chance to test her out to see how great she is either. So yeah, not only that, I'm just I'm not I'm not excited on building another character. You know, you've got like so many things going on right now. The only reason I'm really excited for is because um I got my bloom team, and right now the only healer I have in there is Barbara. Oh yeah, so that she she'll help you a lot, especially because that'll replace a third. Hydro unit for another Dendro, right? Exactly. Yep. So I was thinking yeah, instead of Barbara, if she's going to be, you know, with the Dendro cores and stuff and help out with the healing, swap her in, then I'll have two Dendro, two Hydros, and yeah, <clears throat> just double yeah, down. Yeah, and then you got two uh, two elemental resonances as well. Yep. Yeah. So I'm kind of I'm kind of excited for that, and that'll keep Nilo's, uh, her passive ability up because she's got that specific team comp requirement. All right. Uh, last p- b- piece of news that I I didn't throw in the show notes, so you won't have this because I I must have missed it. Or, um, but we have the I feel like they don't ever really do this until like later on in the update. But they already gave us the four stars that are alongside Hu Tao and Yelan's rerun. So in phase two, we are getting Sing Cho, Ning Wong, and Beidou, all uh leeway characters. Yeah, that very fitting. Surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> So if you guys are interested in getting any of those four stars, I know a lot of people who don't get Yelan are probably going to try to just immediately see six Sing Cho right away. Yeah, I wouldn't mind getting more Ningguang cons, but it's again, I, I, I got to keep saving. But I hear that uh, once you get Ningguang fully constellationed up, like she can just be an absolute monster. I don't know if I have her C six yet, but I don't know. We'll see. Let's take a break, and then when we come back, we'll give our first impressions, probably on just the overall area, maybe some of the enemies and. Talk about I'll hype them a little bit, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Cool. I'll just break into it. We are back from our break. Now, 3.4, I was very excited about this. I want to hear your thoughts first. Let's start with the area as a whole. Have you you had some time to explore it just a little bit? or? Yeah, no. Uh, first thing I did is anytime a new area comes out, the first thing is I go in there and I want to uncover the map. I want to get my waypoints and I want to get everything I can do, explore it, see it, get a feel for it before touching any kind of quest stuff. That way, when I start questing, I can travel around. And yep. uh, no, this this new era looks great. Yeah, unlike you, I'm I'm a I I love making myself suffer, so I just <laughs> do things as I go, and I don't unlock all the waypoints right away. Oh, no, I can't. I just try and save myself the headache. Yep. So how do you how do you feel about the new area? What do you what do you think about it? Uh, I I really like it. Um, I've had a chance to go in there. Uh, and I said just it's like when we were outside and we were looking at that. We just saw that huge like sand vortex going. 
Mm-hmm. And you just, like, like you said, man, we, we, we have to go to that. There's something going on and we're going to go see what it is. And going in and it feels, it feels the same as the current Sumeru Desert, but at the same time it feels different because of all the new things they've added to it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's familiar, but it's new and I really do appreciate it. And I will say it, the first thing that I did was I ran in there and this ring appeared under my feet. And I was like, what is this? And then I got an achievement because uh, yeah. a monster came up and basically just, you know, punched me in the gut. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And, and, and because I know that that's that new, uh, the, new, uh, the new world boss, mm-hmm. I really like the way they implemented the, sand, the new world boss into the world itself. Yeah, it makes you feel like they are like, they're like not a pack, but it doesn't just make you feel like, oh, there's this one anomaly in the middle of the map that you can go and fight. It's like, it looks, it makes it feel like this world boss has affected this whole area. Yeah. It, it integrates them into the environment where it's not like, it doesn't feel like, oh, there's a video game. Where is this boss? It's like, oh, the cube is just sitting here on this, in this concrete arena or this. You know, the Jade Plume Terror is just sitting in this thing because it's part of the world and it's doing things to you. Mm-hmm. I really, yeah. really, really like that. Um, my new favorite thing, I think, is, while it can be a pain, is the sandstorms. They are brutal. Oh, yeah. No, they, they come in. It's like, great. I can't see or do anything. And I think, like, Pharaoh would probably complain about this, but it's it's like a real sandstorm. Like, you literally... Your vision is obscured. Mm-hmm. It's it's frustrating, and I get it from a gameplay point of view. Um, but as a world building thing, and somebody that appreciates this kind of, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna use the word immersion. Yeah, I, I I love things like this. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it makes the desert feel way more realistic. Yeah, yeah, and like I said That's just, great. and I'm really hoping that in the in the in the future expansion they got coming out that they do a lot more of these kind of um environmental integration things to where you know things gonna happen like i know they did some of that with like with the with dragon spine where you had oh here's the frost it's like i mean okay that's kind of cool um but then they also had if you try to go too high like you couldn't see because the wind the snow and the wind would be blowing on you mm-hmm. and then in inazuma you know just well you're seeing Inazuma, everything wanted to murder you the, the sky wanted to kill you <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> Uh, uh, so the thing about Inazuma was brutal and, but with this one, with the sandstorm, I feel like it's, it's an inconvenience and it's neat, but it's, it's not in such a way to where it's utterly frustrating. Yeah, I agree. Yep. All right. So how about the enemies, like the overworld enemies, the new boss, if you, if you fought it, I haven't fought the new boss yet, but they have to stop making the Aramites hot. Oh. <laughs> they, they have to man with with the new the floral ring dancer and the other one i mean they already started when they had the um the desert clear water that the 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 model that jet has mm-hmm. i remember the first time i was like oh what is this there's a character down here under this waterfall and she's just she's just dancing i'm like oh she's cute i'm gonna go talk to this character and then she immediately attacks me so like, oh great she's an enemy <laughs> I was like, well, that's a bubble. Yeah. Well, like, oh, this is upsetting. 
And then I go up there, and then now you got these new characters, the new Aramites, and it's like, like the dudes are like huge, and they're and they're freaking ripped, and they got their shirts torn off, and they're like, oh, okay, well these guys are freaking jacked. And then and then the the women that are there, they got their mask on, and they got you know their midriff showing out, and their idol animation just strutting around and swinging on their weapons. I'm like, this this is not fair. <laughs> like, I want to join the Aramites, please. The their designs look really good. Dude, I'm very so good. happy with not even just the Aramites too, like even the consecrated beasts. Cause in the preview, they didn't look that big. And even in like the Sumer adventure journals that they put out, mm-hmm. like they, they didn't look that big. I thought that, you know, they would be like the vultures or the scorpions that are out now. No. Or no, that no. were out before. Nope. No, they're huge. Mm-hmm. And they hit like trucks, like Mack trucks. They're not anything like, and they don't go down easy. Like, they're not two hitters. Yeah, no, it was. I think we we got kind of a preview of that with the original the Sumter Beast that came out. Mm-hmm. Because the Aramites oh, were in yeah. the caravan, they would charge you and knock you around and beat you up, and they would take a couple of hits. Yeah, they would. Yeah. No, this is like like Sumter Beast, but on steroids. Yeah, yeah, and and it, it's good. Um, but yeah, that was like the first thing you see when you're like walking. Oh, hey, welcome to the new area. And the first thing you see is a precious chest, I think, with the um. With the fire consecrated beast just sitting there. The vulture, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what is this? Like, yeah. And it just went, out. Like, okay, well, I got to murder this thing real quick. Yeah, they hit they hit really hard. And like you said, they're beefy. Mm-hmm. No, but, I'm but happy with it, though. though. Yeah. Now I'll hype them. And, and you, you tested them out. You said you liked them? Very, very much so. So I ran his attacks on there. And um, like you said earlier, like when we were talking about his weapon, He's got like the second sword going. He has a lot of flash, mm-hmm. and I really like his style. Um, his gameplay feels like like a really jacked up catching, um, and I do like how he infuses his normal attacks with Dendro, which makes him super useful. Yep. Um, so yeah, as far, as far as it goes with Al Haytham, I mean, just design and now gameplay and the way his character carries himself, especially in the story in the later chapters. Um, of the Sumeru Archon quest. I'm like, he's, he's just completely solid just all the way throughout. Yeah. He's a, he's a very great character, like in personality and everything, um, to second your whole opinion on him and gameplay wise looks very cool. Um, his attack string is great. It looks great. The dual swords are amazing. Even his skill to like teleport up into the air is even cool. Yeah. With the, the bird kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's like being able to just like teleport, <laughs> and then you're just in the air. It's like a very nice way to just like even traverse the world. Mm-hmm. Like you don't even need to like if you need to get up on a cliff, you don't even need to jump up to it. If it's like a if it's a small cliff or a small jump, you can just use the skill, and it's very fluid motion. No, I mean, that's the only thing I've ever used catching for in overworld stuff. It's like, oh, there's a puzzle, it's a jumping puzzle. I'm just gonna cheese this. Yeah. <laughs> and so if he if he has he's gonna have that kind of utility on there, I'm I'm all for it. Yeah, I think Alhitham overall as a character, while I haven't explored his damage or his like meta abyss viability so much, mm-hmm. I've I've seen thumbnails of videos and it's like big green letters seventy eight K, eighty K, and I'm just like, Okay, that's cool, but that makes me hopeful that he's gonna be extremely good in the meta, but yeah. Even if he wasn't good in the meta, I'd still pull for him just because he looks just so, he's just so fun to play. 
I would say the only thing I don't like is I wasn't super impressed with how his elemental burst looks. I would say that for a character of his design, how just great everything else is, I feel like his burst kind of let me down on a visual perspective. Okay, like the animation itself yeah. or like when you're not in the animation? Yeah, so you know, just the animation itself. And when you're on it, it's like it feels it's, it's fine, but it's underwhelming compared to the rest of him. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, because like you said, his skills got the yeah. flourish. He's got the the burst and the burn and his swords. He's got the the dual swords and the and the kicking and the flipping and stuff. And then with his burst, he's like he just he does this little spin and he throws out and does a little catching multi slash in an area, and that's yeah. it. And I was like, well, I mean, let's. I mean, that that's useful because it's like you know you can kind of direct it and stuff. But eh, I feel like. I, I feel I can understand where you're coming from because you would think that it'd be I, I, I do get it. And it's very similar. But honestly, you know, now that you mention it, while we jokingly say he's like Dendro Kutching, his burst does kind of remind you of that. It's not as impressive looking as Kutching's. But even still, I feel like with other five stars like this, um, whenever you throw off their skill, they get a lot more like. A better animation for it. Like, I mean, like well, we just had Ayato on a banner. And when Ayato throws out his elemental burst, I mean, he does this, like, full, long, fluidly water flourish. And I'm like, oh, this is a beautiful man. Look at him do his thing. Yeah. And it's like, I hate him. I just don't feel like he's, he gets the animation that he deserves. He can't be 100% perfect. I guess. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> Let us know what you guys think about Alhaitham, how you guys are enjoying 3.4. I really want to hear about what you guys think. Um, and let us know if Ito deserves to get Alhaitham's muscles. I think he deserves them. Because that's right the now, biggest he, thing that I see right now is people mad very lacking. Yeah. He's lacking in the muscle department. Yeah, Ito needs the muscles to swing his big sword. They need, they need to beef up his character model. But then again... Ito has smaller arms, but can still pick up that heavy sword. Who really knows? It's that inherent Oni strength is what that is. Yes, that is true. He doesn't really need the muscles. He's just all, it's all like, I was going to say mental energy, but that can't be it either. (laughs) It's just force of will, yeah. All right. Are you ready for Wish of the Week? I am ready. Are you set? Um, I'm set up. Do you want to go first? I can, yeah. I mean, I got it up and ready. Um. Like I said, man, I'm, I've been pulling everything, saving for a three point, uh, three point five. Wait for Daya to come out, but uh, you're gonna pull in the standard, right? Uh, I don't have any standard gems right now. Um, oh, you're I, gonna go for the weapon? Yeah, I would. I'll, I'm gonna go for it because if I get it, I, I won't be upset. Because like I said that's a great looking sword, even if I don't have Alhatham. Or do you have? Uh, do you have Shao by chance? I do not. Mm. I don't have either of these characters. That's why you no know, skipping these banners, like with Alhatham. Zhao, and I don't really need a Hu Tao, but I would really like Yelian Khan. So having to skip all these right now is, is is tough. Yeah, I mean, even Primordial Jade Wing Spear would be really good for you, too, even if you got that. Yeah, the thing is, I got Sino Spear here just recently when it was up. Oh. And I'm, and I'm still working on that. Because I got his spear, and then I was like, well, I'm not going to pull on Sino. And you're like, you have to! You have his spear! You were so mad at me. Was I really? Yeah, you're like, how can you get his spirit? I mean, I am a Sino fanboy, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, we'll throw one towards the uh, light of foliar incision because that's just cool. a, I would not mind having that. We'll see what happens. 
And we got a Skyrider sword. It is green. Yeah, that's the other one that fits his aesthetic pretty well as well. Yeah, yeah wonderful. <laughs> All right, so I'm also I have also been pulling on the weapon banner. I'm not sure where I'm at. I think I'm almost at like 40. I think what I figured was by the end of his banner, I should hit pity. So I should at least get to the point where I have the the slight chance of getting his weapon. Okay, well, good luck. I think I'm only like 34, 35 into the weapon banner, so. Okay, okay. All right, so and I'm, I'm going to do two pulls, by the way. Okay. First one, Thrilling Tales of the Dragon Slayer. That is a useful book. It is useful. I do need a bunch of them for, like, multiple different characters that I don't have their five-star options for. The second one is a four-star. Oh. And it is... Oof. It's a rain slasher. Oh. Yay. That's upsetting. Well, you know, you can't win them all. <laughs> yeah, you know what you want to? I'll do one more. Why the hell not? Oh, do it. Go That's, for it. Let's see if my greed nets me anything. Nope. It netted me a Ravenbow. Ah, dang it. Oh, well. No, maybe that'll do me if I need to get Daya's weapon. Maybe I'll get lucky. Did you now have you have did you stop pulling once you pulled on Sino's weapon then? On Sino's weapon? Yeah, I'm not no, sure. Like, no, no, because no, because I just got Ito's sword. Ah, uh, that's right. Yeah, so no, no. So you stopped once you got Redhorn yep. Stone Thresher? Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. Yeah, because once I got at, Ito, I had to get a sword too. I'm currently at 46 pity. So I'm thinking between everything, like all the exploration and leveling up the tree some more, like doing the quests, all the free gem, all the uh, free fates we're going to be getting, all that. I'm 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 hoping I can just get extremely lucky, especially on because on when I was pulling on Sino's weapon, I pulled three elegies of the end. Jesus, uh, actually it was four, because I never charted my course with the first one. Oh, well done, you. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, question of the week. There's been one a couple of good ones up here recently, actually. There's a, a lot of good ones, but I've been pulling from the um from the, from the bottom, like the most recents, a lot. So I wanted to pick one that we well, we're discussing the one that Desmond threw out. We were discussing that earlier in the pre banter about uh, about Dendro. Uh, yeah, we can do that one. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, we don't really talk about the meta a whole lot either on the show, too. So I think this will be a good one. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm Decim, not the person to be talking about meta, but yeah, let's go. Desim asked, "Do you think Dendro will be the longest standing meta slash trend in the game because it doesn't have much future competition unless a newer element or previous elements completely change the meta again? Is it possible to believe Dendro will be longer lasting than the long standing vape melt meta beforehand?" I'm going to let you lead off with this, and then I'll follow. Sure. I mean, the the first question is, do you think Dendro will be the longest standing meta trend in the game? And I'm going to say no. Okay, and why is that? We still have three more zones to go through. To, like, And that's technically like not including any sub-zones, like the chasm that they add or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So like, we still have three more zones, and, and w- burning, and one of them's pyro, right? And that's going to be Natlan. Yep. So, Burgeon isn't that great. It's 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 fine, but yeah, it's, it, it's not one of the top two. Yeah, it's fine, but not the top two. And then we also have Shneznaya, which doesn't even react with Dendra at all. No. So, 
I'm hoping that. Now I'm hoping, hopeful, um, that they start tweaking it after Sumeru. I think they're going to ride this Dendro high for quite a bit. Like even probably throughout, maybe Fontaine. Fontaine, yeah, version four point oh and onwards. So I'm hoping that something does change. Mm-hmm. I think it is possible for them to change up how some of the reactions currently work. I think that'd be very easy to do, right? And I mean, like, obviously it would take time and I'm sure that the, someone has to be working on this, right? Like, they have to be working on Geo. Yeah, they so, have yeah. to be working on Cryo with, like, other, with Dendro. Like, there has to be something. Yeah, I'm gonna, so, on your on your core statement that you said, do you think Dendro will be the longest lasting meta so far? I'm going to disagree and say yes, I do. Um, only because for Dendro reactions for things like Aggravate and Bloom to have any solid competition and just their pure absurd effectiveness, like mm-hmm. you said, they have to redo some of these other elemental reactions, especially Geo. Um, yeah, and yeah, you are... You yeah. are right. And that, that's that's the core thing. And we had that question of the week before. Like, hey, what do you think they can do to help, you know, Geo do with these other elements? And we came with a bunch of different ideas for that. And that question, that, that was a fun one to do. But I'm actually living this issue right now is because I just got Ito. So I want to build him up with a big Geo team. So I'm running him with Goro and Zhongli. So I got my Tri-Geo for, to full utilize Goro's stuff. And then I got my Kuki in there as a healer. And she can also generate the gems. Um, but aside from going and busting out like really big bads or fighting bosses where Ito can go in there and smack things for up to like, you no know, 30,000 damage. That's a lot of fun. Um, but in just standing you know, like overworld stuff and from what Mew and I were talking about before and things, the spiral abyss, the dental reactions, like with bloom, my Nyla's at 90, my Barbara's at 70, my Nahida is at 60 and my Yelan's at 80. And on almost any overworld stuff, I can throw out Nahida, take snapshots, run Yelan's elemental skill, watch them explode, and they almost always completely die. Or I just have to smack them like twice with Nilo and I'm done. Yeah. And that's so just... you're, what you're saying is basically like it is fun to run the full Geo team and it does its job, but it's not nearly as quick or as like maybe satisfying yeah. than running like a Bloom team. And it's, 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 in the way that the Bloom team is satisfying, it's like cool to run Dale and then things explode and you just watch this enormous, like, you know, green cloud go up and suddenly everything's dead. It's like, okay, that was really cool. And mm-hmm. it's really fast, but just going in there's like, oh, I get to go here, Gore, we're going to throw down the General's Banner, we're going to throw down Jean Lee's Pillar, I'm going to bust out Kuki's Rain, I'm going to bring out Ito, I'm going to throw out Ushi, I'm going to bust his elemental burst, and I'm just going to start smacking these for big friggin' numbers. And it takes forever, but it's a lot of fun because it's very engaging. It's it's just very yeah. captivating gameplay. But again, like my Nahida's 60, and she has like unleveled artifacts, unbuilt artifacts. My Yanlan is 80, and she's her artifacts are okay. But it's like pictures, skill, done. Moving on. Yep. And yeah. That in in that regards, just as far as den- the dendro reaction, especially aggravate and bloom, like I said, are just so absurdly powerful right now. If they don't go in and revamp. And touch up on some existing elements, like, like especially with um, Geo, some Anemo stuff, and Cryo especially, where they're just kind of being left out onto the side. Then Dendro is just going to carry forever. 
and they just got to do something. But even like you said, what we were talking about with the, with Burgeon with Flame. I mean, it's it's fine and it's it's neat to do, but it's not super great. The the playing field is so lopsided right now. They have to balance it somehow. Yeah, I feel like I contradicted myself when I said that Dendro wouldn't be, but then like talked about how they're gonna have to revamp because the the even the chances of them revamping, I already you know, I've already accepted the fact that the chances of them revamping these elements is pretty low. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if they were going to do it, they should have did it when they introduced Dendro. Yeah. I, I, again, I like, I love the creativity that they did with Dendro where it interacts different with all the different elements and just the different ways you can build it up. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they just made it too strong. And now they're yeah. in a place where they've kind of painted themselves into a corner. They're either going to have to dial Dendro back or they're going to have to build everything else up to to bring it up to par. I don't think they're going to I don't think they're going to peel it back. No, if, if they gonna, did, people would be furious. So, I could yeah. see them making I could I could see them just doing what they're what they're doing now with all the other reactions, right? Where they where they you have your characters that do their specific roles that were the original ones to do their specific roles with their specific weapons very mm-hmm. well. Yeah. And then everything after that is niche. Yeah, and, and that's I think we talked about this before where, you know, the meta will it's going to get repetitive. Mm-hmm. Sure. And to the point where and I think Hoyaverse actually talked about this where they don't want people to think about numbers when they pull for characters, they just want players to like the character. I mean, that's what I do. I mean, I always I I believe in the philosophy pull for love, not for meta. Well, I mean, and that's what a lot of people do, I feel like, especially yeah. free to play players, right? Cuz they're you know, they, they don't spend money. So, sure. and where a lot of characters, you need multiple constellations. Mm-hmm. So you need to spend money to make them as best as possible. Yeah. And, you know, I think that if they don't change the meta or add something or change something to make it feel fresh, it's going to get repetitive and people aren't going to want to probably pull as much. That's the problem with these online games, especially with things like gotcha and, and MMOs and stuff like that, is that. You want people to be more invested in the characters rather than the meta, but the meta is what pulls money. Yep. Is because the people that have meta that are focused on it will build out. You're going to have two people that invest money in the game. So you're going to be either people that fight for meta or waifu warriors. That that's pretty much going to be it. Which one are you? You're a waifu warrior. One hundred percent a waifu warrior. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm saving everything for for a day. man. leave me alone. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. It's 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 such a hard thing to say, right? Because they and this is something we always talk about on the show and I feel like we sound like broken records whenever we say this but they they have the potential to do a lot mm-hmm. but I don't think it's what they want to do yeah and we can talk about raids in Genshin we can talk oh. about yeah. dungeons and going in with like four people like three other friends and one person being like okay well I'm a I'm a Kokomi main so I'll, I'll be the healer mm-hmm and then you working together with your friends on choosing who's going to be what and who's going to choose which character and, you know, everything's there mm-hmm. and how, how much fun that would be. But they've already – they have already said this and, and said it recently, by the way, where this isn't – that's not the game that we want to make. Yeah. And if that's not the game they want to make, then better have your hopes up – like you're going to have your hopes up high and your head down low. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, if they're going to, like, they, they want to focus on the story elements and the characters and the world building, I think that's great. 
And I was really hoping that, because it seems like a lot of the new characters that have been coming have been very multiplayer focused, I'm going to say. Yeah. Where they interact, you know, oh, well, this does these things. And it's, it's open area with other characters that are on the field. And with more of that being focused, I've enjoyed it. Like you said, um, like, you know, I, I run Kooky a lot as, as a main. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people go, well, I'm going to bring, when I go and do my Trounce domains, I always do co-op. I just queue up a random people and we go in there. And people say, well, I'm going to bring this for numbers. I'm going to bring this for this. I'm going to bring that for that. And I always go, well, I'm going to bring Kooky. And just, you know, if you heal me, hug me. And that's just what I like to do. And I, I spend most of the match running around chasing down people to keep them from dying. Yeah. And I, I would like to see a lot more on that. And yeah, I personally would love to see things like little four-man like dungeons where you go and you fight like different mobs and there's a big bad at the end, like little raids and stuff. But if that's not what they're going to focus on, then more for it too. Because I mean, I, I love the game as it is. Um, I feel like the world is, every time the world expands, it's getting better. I feel like the writing has gotten exponentially better, especially in Sumeru. Oh yeah, Um, for sure. So, I mean, one way or the other, I'm here for it. I would love to see them expand, but like you said, I'm, I'm going to keep my hopes high and my head down low. Alrighty. Yeah. Well, that was a fun discussion. It's a, it's a very good question because I feel like it can go either way. Yeah. No, that's, that's that's a very good in-depth question. And, and. A lot of our people on our discords tend to ask these where it brings up a lot of open debate for people on both sides of it. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I like questions like that's, that's, that's a fun, creative question. I like it. Yeah. You were the one who originally asked the question on like, what would you do to spice up the meta? And you went first and you were like, I would change the reaction from crystallized to like, Oh yeah. No, lava give me, or yeah, give me my pyro geo and give me lava that burns people or, or it yeah. turns into like quicksand and stuff and slows people down or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. That'd just be so such a good <laughs> like such crunch. a good uh reaction. Yeah. I mean, like in you know, in I don't know if you've seen it, but in floor twelve of the abyss, there's like a earth like not like an earthquake, but mm-hmm. like it looks like rolling earth that goes in a straight line mm-hmm. and does damage to you on chamber two of floor 12 or it's the second half of chamber three of floor 12 and it does insane amounts of damage and even that like if you do a hydro and geo reaction just send some mud in like a straight line against my enemy no if they did that where like you know like i said with geo hydro or like mud or even just did like a slow effect to where it kind of like stalled them out and they moved or attacked a lot slower and that'd be cool just mix it up yeah. I don't want everything to make shield crystals. So I agree. Uh, that that's just me. I can go on a full tangent on that right now, but I feel like <laughs> I actually I feel like I already did. <laughs> Before we wrap up the show, I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast. We have our Hillatrol tier, Muffy, Bustin, Nanko, Flame, DJ, and Aegis. We also have our Favonius Knight tier. Soupy, thank you, Soupy. Gene appreciates everything that you do for the Knights of Avonius and supporting Mondstadt. We also have our Adeptus here. We have Neku and Ran. Ran, thank you very much for supporting the show. Oh, no, please. Again, like, thank you for giving the content. So it's you and Pharaoh knocking it out. And uh, I just want to say that anybody that's looking at the Patreon in the higher tiers, after three months, you get a t-shirt. And that's it's true. A, and I just got mine, and it's a nice t-shirt. I'm glad you enjoy it. I do. I love my <laughs> nice bright royal blue with a resonance on the front of it. 
Hey, how could I make not make it royal blue? It had to be royal blue, dude. It 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 is the bluest of blue. I was like, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> oh, you know what I should do? I should make like a gold one, like a like a gold, like a the same color as like pulling a five star. Oh, you actually because it's got the uh, the little summon thing coming down. Yeah, you should just make like a couple of them that have purple. Coming and then like one or two that have the gold coming down. Then you have a limited edition shirt if you get really lucky on your shirt pull. Whoa, that would be really cool. So like a gotcha in our Patreon, you mean? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Give us more money and you might get a gold shirt. Uh, it's like the Willy Wonka uh, golden ticket. Uh, <laughs> you know, it gives us a ticket to come over and pet your new cat. Uh, you know what? She'd probably like that. Well, thank you, Rand, for joining us. It was great having you back on the show again. Oh, dude, I, I love being here so, man. A- anytime, please. Awesome. Rand, where can our listeners find you? Uh, pretty much just on Twitter, um, at that Rand man. Uh, I don't tweet about anything interesting, but I'm on there talking about things like Genshin. And uh, I'm also still kind of playing a little bit of uh, Nikkei, Goddess of Victory, though I'm kind of falling off of it. And should try Fire Emblem Heroes. Dude, no, no. I played Fire Emblem Heroes for years, and that has the worst gotcha system in the world. It's like, I really want a red character. Screw you, green and blue orbs. No, absolutely not. I, I see what you're saying, but I'm loving the game. It, 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 it's great. <laughs> I played it since launch. I've got a great cast of characters, but I want, it got so convoluted, and the gotcha just made me so mad. I can see what you're saying, because there were times where I was like, oh, I want a red character, and I literally had like five or mm-hmm. four red orbs. Yeah, no, enjoy your I was yes. just like, nope. No, no blues for you. You just wasted your currency. It's okay. <laughs> and I feel like that it's it's really like the same gotcha race as any other gotcha, but just looking at and knowing that you have no chance out the gate is just yeah. It, it I think you. it's oh. I think the rates are better. I mean, maybe. I, I haven't been in the game in and so And you get long. to choose whichever one. You get to choose if you even if you don't get it. It's not like Gensh I think Genshin's is the worst, to be completely honest. Oh, you've never played Fate Grand Order, have you? Um, no. Yeah, no, we're not going to get into that. I was in that game for years, so uh, we're going to leave Gotcha Talk alone. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> it gets ugly. So, fair no, enough. Yeah, find me on Twitter or uh, find me on the Discord channel. I tend to be pretty active. Awesome. Thank you for joining us again. I greatly appreciate it. Yeah, man. Uh, if, you guys, if you guys want to, let us know how you guys like 3.4 so far. Let us know if you're pulling for all Hytham or, geez, I almost said Shao, but who, yeah, Shao, right? Yep. Yeah, Shao, geez, having a blank mind all of a sudden. That's your boy, um, too. You run Shao a lot. I do. I really do like him, and he's and he he's ace. He does like 70K at some sometimes, and it's great. I love it. Let us know what you guys think. Let us know how you like guys like Al Hytham, how your pulls went, uh, how you're enjoying 3.4 as a whole. I hope you guys have a happy lantern raid that did just start, by the way. So by the time this episode goes live, we'll be four days into it. So so I think two days worth because the event evolves every other day. So about two or three event days, quote unquote, I should say. So yeah. hope you guys enjoy your lantern, right? Make sure you guys log in for those free fates. We'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs> Y'all be good. We'll see you out there.